From the front line. It's not going to work, man. From the tailgates. Representing KGYR and its stakeholders. We are the Forum for the Fan. The Bleed Blue Show. Flying solo. Here's your host, Steve. Yeah, we are the Forum for the Bleed Blue Show, the Dugout Podcast. I'm going to talk a little bit of baseball here on this Monday. BlueBlueShow.com is our website. Audio archive episodes can be found on iTunes Podcast Republic, TuneIn, Stitcher, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts. I host a bang, man. And listen, like we're gonna do, a, we always do an inside-out approach, and you guys get my thoughts. You get to hear my wonderful raspy voice uh, talking sports with you, um, whether it's the hockey, the basketball, the uh, the baseball, whatever, boxing, whenever we get to it, UFC, the whole shebang. Hey, you know, I um sometimes uh you know this is the time slot, and I, I miss my, my my stories. My stories is my WWE. I love the story lot. I think it kind of uh, you know this stage. You know it's um, uh, every Monday night. The Raw has been on for several years. I definitely might check out a little bit of that before the NBA Finals tonight. But just speaking out loud as I. Uh, Think about this episode, uh, talk about what happened over the last week, especially with our baseball team and around Major League Baseball. And listen, man, uh, the Yankees right now, uh, one lo- I think they only have one loss, right? One loss in the month of June thus far. They lost uh, last Wednesday to the Twins, but they had a very, very nice bounce back win the next night to, to take the series two out of three in Minnesota. Division leading Minnesota Twins, uh, an improved Minnesota Twins team. A very impressive stretch of baseball. They've been sweeping teams. I know they had the postponed game versus the Angels, but they did a good job versus them. They handled Detroit, two shutouts. One was a blowout, 13 nothing, and I think they won another game the next day, 3 nothing. Uh, uh, then, of course, over, over the weekend versus the Cubs. I mean, the Cubs are terrible. And they did exactly what they needed to do in that game, all right? And now, and it's good that uh, former uh, players from each team, you know, Chapman, who was a Yankee, went to the Cubs for that one year for the through the trade. And we ended up with Gleyber Torres out of that trade, uh, going up against his former team that won the World Series in 2016. Anthony Rizzo, another former Cub, Cubby hero, going up against his former team. Um, and then, you know, on the other side, I saw, I saw that on, I think it was on Twitter with Clint Frazier and his disdain for the Yankees on how he was handled, his lack of production. And, you know, I was always a Clint Frazier supporter and thought he didn't get his just due, but he didn't perform, to be quite honest. And, uh, he had a couple of choice words through social media about the Yankees and how he was handled, and now it's him sitting on that Cubs roster. Just not Things are not going well on the north side of Chicago with the uh, Cubs. But let me tell you something. The, I mean, how do you want to split it with the Yanks uh, over the last three games versus the Cubs? I mean, the Cubs are terrible, of course. But they're doing what they need to do against teams that are terrible. You won a extra inning game on Friday. Um uh, Two to one, right? That's one way you won the game. If you came back Saturday and just pretty much put the hammer on them, blew them out, eight nothing, right? 
And then you did it again on Sunday, uh, really jumping out on front of out in front of them right from the get go. That first inning, uh, just launching a, a five runs, and it really put the pedal to metal. See what I liked about the Sunday game in the blowout, even though they hit a whole bunch of homers, they weren't just doing that because if you know my style, my preference, my what I would like out of a championship type of team is a team that's going to hit for average on top of hitting home runs. If you had to, if I had to pick one, it's always going to be hitting for average. And the Yankees did a great job on Sunday manufacturing runs, uh, putting the ball in play, going with the pitch, not pulling everything, not forcing everything. Good baseball, just great hitting. And they did a massive, massive job on Sunday. Of just beating up on the lowly Cubs as you're supposed to. I mean, not only dropping off that five runs in the first, you got, what, 10 through the three, first three innings? The game was already over at the first inning. Well, maybe after the second. The first inning, you still had like a four-run deficit after the Cubs were up one. Nothing. The Yankees said, all right, we'll spot you one. We'll go up five, five to one. Uh, they got more runs in the uh, second. That, that's where the game was over. But, you know, they still attacked on more runs on top of that. But then they poured it on even more in that seventh inning. I love the seventh inning on Sunday uh, versus the Cubs. Uh, Carpenter had a big uh, series, a big a big game with the two home runs. He, he knocked in like seven ribbies in that game. Uh, hitting it, as long as they hit for average, um, and if you could get exactly what you're getting out of this pitching already, man. I mean, why not the Yankees? Now, I – I don't want to go back on my words because I was really critical on the pitching, specifically the bullpen, because I didn't know what I was going to get. Uh, The bullpen, uh, you heard me last week speak about this as far as the injuries, guys coming back. You saw her mom come back. Um, Holmes has done a very good job out of the pen. You know, know, uh, the Achilles with – a role this Chapman. So you have two capable guys you can go late in games right now for the Yankees. I mean, they've been all been pitching well. Uh, close games, keeping the, keeping the game close. Um, then the start of pitching has done marvelous things uh, with, the, uh, with the team, man. They've, they have done their job, man. Uh, you know, I, I've, I was always jumping on Garrett Cole for stealing money because I always expect him to get like 12 strikeouts a game. And sometimes I can't even put those expectations on everybody because my thing is more about him versus the elite teams, you know, the Houston Astros, uh, any of the two teams behind us in the AL East. We want to throw Minnesota this year into the conversation. I still think the White Sox have a little bit something left. Can't really count them out. But out of the West, it's definitely just Houston. It's Houston. It's, it's nothing else. Outside of the Astros, you know, everybody else is pretty much done. The Angels, the Mariners, the Athletics, they're done. Uh, but in the Central, you know, in Minnesota, maybe the White Sox, and then, of course, in the East. Uh, you know, you want, you want to throw Cleveland into there, maybe. But uh, but in the East, uh, definitely uh, Toronto and, Blue, and uh, in the uh, Tampa Bay Rays, I, I don't think they're not done yet. I think they have a lot of good baseball left in them. But as far as the Yankees up until this point, you're getting contributions pretty much uh, all over, man. And we, I think we already know about Aaron Judge's MVP type of season up through June, mid-June right now. I mean, this guy's hitting – he's hitting like he was doing in 2017. Uh, I mean, you know – you could tell it's a contract year, right? You know what I'm saying? Like batting like 320, leaves the league in home runs, strikeouts are not too bad. 
the OPS is tops in the league. But you saw John Carlos Stanton come back. And you wait till he gets going with that deadly lineup. You know, there's going to be a friendly competition with him and the home run leaders in that clubhouse. You know, John Carlos Stanton coming back off of the injury. I know they're going to try to get him somewhere in the field. But kudos to Aaron Judge for playing good, uh, good center field baseball defensively thus far as well. And, and that, that's not even to say I still think D.J. LeMahieu still has a lot of good batting in him left. I don't think he's washed up at all. I think he's going to even turn it up a little bit. We were used to him batting well over 300 for at least the first year or two with, with the Yankees, and I know he kind of cooled off last year. But I really believe uh, he has a lot batting-wise to turn on to this lineup. And we got to give props to Gleyber Torres because – uh, even though his batting could be a little bit better and it's better than what it was because him at with that 250 mark, man, we, we expected him to be around that 270, 273-ish uh, batting average for the year. But, but he's showing a little bit of power again, you know, going opposite field, showing a lot of confidence. He and the pitches are very well. He's taking good walks. Um, I think Glaber Torres has shown a lot of improvement and definitely a lot of room to grow as well. But uh, – but as far as the power is, you know, Stanton, Aaron Judge, Rizzo, all of the home run power. I'd like to see uh, Joey Gallo go and get get to get going. And I know like <laughs> fans have been getting on his ass because he strikes out. Uh, and the thing is, he strikes out. And I think he leads the team in strikeouts, but Judge is like three strikeouts behind him. But the thing is, Aaron Judge puts the ball in play a lot more times than Joey Gallo. Joey Gallo. Uh, I think maybe the only guy on the team, maybe Aaron Hicks as well, batting under 200. No, no, Aaron Hicks is probably over 200. Joey Gallo, uh, they gotta find, he's got to find a way to get going. I know he's all power or bust, and we got to see if he can at least get to like 230 or something. Like you know, his, his batting average has been piss poor. But overall, the Yankees are laying the smack is down on these teams. L.A., Angels of Anaheim, Detroit. Two out of three in Minnesota, sweeping the Cubbies. Got a series coming up versus the Tampa Bay Rays, who I never will write off over the last several years on this show. Uh, we will see how this thing goes. They have a comfortable lead in the, the ALEs. When was the last time the Yankees could say that? You know, we are used to the wild card, you know, for the last several years, or it seems. It seems like it was always Tampa Bay or maybe Boston, before, you know, before that. Uh I thought it was Toronto's year to really take the next step and win or take the division. But right now, the Yankees have done what they needed to do and take charge of the ALEs, and that's what you need to do. And also, you, you got to stay healthy. That, that's the biggest thing. But I also wanted to say about the uh, the bullpen, man. Like I said, Clay Holmes and, and uh, uh, Peralta and Castro, Miguel Castro and Ricky, those guys have done a, a pretty decent job. Michael King, whenever he, he's coming out of the you know, the bullpen. Uh, I, I really like Michael King. You know, I think um, that middle relief, uh, keeping the ERA, uh, you know, he gives up the hits and stuff like that, but he gets a lot He gets a lot of strikeouts out of that bullpen. Man. He really does. Uh, per, definitely over nine innings. His average is definitely, definitely uh, pretty good, man. Very, very well. Uh, you know, between uh, Clay Holmes and and, and, and um, uh, uh, Chapman, you got you have options. You have options on who you can close with, who you can set up with, and that'd be great. Uh, if it would have been a better situation when we had Britain to come in there, and then you have more options along with Green. But you know, Green's out with the uh, Tommy John, 
But uh, we expect to see Chapman some that well that by the end of this month at the latest. Uh, you know, all the other guys on the on the roster as far as uh, getting it done, uh, the middle relief. Uh, you know, Peralta's in okay. I remember when he came over to the San Francisco trade. Uh, he kind of got off to a rough start. But you got setup man. You got the lefties in there, like in Lucas Lickie, man. Uh, uh, all all is peace, man. All is peace with the uh, the the, uh, the on the AL side. The Yankees, like it's, it's it's good that I can report, not even report, uh, to give feedback. That I, I don't think we can necessarily say anything bad about this last thirty days of the Yankees, man. Great start in the month of June. Uh, about three, four weeks what before the All Star? Well, about a month now, right? All Star break It's coming up fast, and when everything's going good, things are going good. And as far as the uh, started pitching, I mean, Tyon was, Demis Tyon was flirting with a no no at one of the, you know one of the games, right? Montgomery had done well, and real I love him that Cortez when he has pitched, man. And, and give props to Severino as well, man. He's giving us good quality starts, man. The, the ERA of all. The guys, here's the funny thing. The five guys that start between Montgomery, Cortez, Severino, uh, James Tyon, Gary Cole. Gary Cole has the worst ERA out of all of them. <laughs> and that's kind of the reason why I'd be like, he's kind of stealing money. You know, all the money that we, oh, I was saying we, but the, the Yankees are paying him to get the job done. Uh, he gives up a lot of home runs, too. I think he gave up, like, what, five in that Minnesota game, one of those Minnesota games when he started. Uh Severino averages about a little over a home run, giving up a little over a home run a game. But everybody else under a uh, under a home run a game. That's Cortez. That's uh, Montgomery. That's Jameson Tyon. If you could get that, and that's not even your ace starter, man, you are really doing good, man. So the thing is, you got to get guys to get go. You got to get the, get the elite. Uh, get Gary Cole to really uh, get to his uh, his maximum, his potential. Love everything what I'm saying, man. I really do. I really do. Um, so nothing new to really necessarily pour. I, I, you know, I've been watching some of the games. I don't haven't been active on social media on the Twitter uh, to say uh, as far as the Yankees. Uh, you know, because I've been I was really really deep in the NHL Stanley Cup playoffs and a little bit of the NBA. Uh, you know, big with the Rangers. We'll talk about that on Tuesday. But I've been keeping a peripheral eye on the Yankees, watching from the side eye. And man, they've done very well and running the bases well, defensively up the middle. The Connor Falifa, and then also uh, Torres has been a better, a little bit better. Uh, you got Donaldson back after the IR, and now whatever you can get out of Hicks in the outfield and Joey Gallo. Let's see what we could do, man. Let's see what we could do, man. Um, I'm actually surprised, and I was reading uh, some of the stats right around Major League Baseball. I'm, you know, it's kind of funny how this works when you have two guys batting well over 330 and uh, Rafael Devers and uh, J.D. Martinez for the Boston Red Sox, and you're still 12 games behind first place. That's just – that doesn't happen too often. They have very good seasons batting-wise, yet – your pitching has let you down. Same thing you could say, um, you know, Evander Bogart. He's like around, what, 320-ish, 325. So you got three guys well over 320 in your, in your offensive batting lineup, and you're still behind in the, in the standings. Like how, 
the present cannot be. That is that is uh that is a little little something else with those guys. Um, you know, and also Ty France also Seattle. I mean that's not it's kind of a lesser deal. If you ever not watch any Mariner games or if you watch MLB they do that Peacock thing, uh, not the Peacock, the Amazon Prime games at 11 o'clock on a Sunday, whatever that is. If you ever get a chance, uh, if you got, I don't know if you have the MLB package, check out the Seattle Mariners and try to watch some Ty France baseball. He's been pretty all right. You know, you, I try to get around more baseball. Now that the hockey is pretty much coming to an end, I'm going to be a little bit more involved around Major League Baseball watching all the games. We already know, you know, I talked a little bit about the Mets last week and how well they've been playing. They're the best team in, in, in the NL right now. Uh, but just you know, some of these guys you got to keep your eye, to, eye out on, as well as how they've been playing, man. So shout out to, uh, uh, you know, some of these players that are doing well on terrible teams. Um, let's see, around baseball, I, nothing else necessarily to add. Uh, I, I said it last week. Um Minnesota, that was a nice little test for the Yankees. Did a good job. Uh, on the NL side, uh, I went back to the, let me take up the NL real quick in my notes. As far as what I saw out of uh, Philadelphia, I, I kind of shitted on them on the last episode because I think they had winning game at that point. But they actually went on a nice little winning streak since last Monday. So Philadelphia's kind of turned it around a little bit. You know, I thought I didn't say I you know count them out or anything, but they had a nice little winning streak. You want to give them props where props is due, because I thought after you know the way they were talking in Philadelphia, you know, thought he was going to fire Joe Girardi, uh, but they still have a lot of ground to make up. There's probably you know it's a lot of season left for all these teams. You know, the Phillies are still like nine games back uh, of the Mets. But they had a nice run. Uh, I know they lost. Was it last yesterday? Yeah, they did lose to the uh, the Diamondbacks, but they did take two out of three versus them. And um, you know, they had you know had some gimmies in there versus the Angels. But they had a nice series in Milwaukee. All right, you know, especially that closeout game. They smoked them ten to nothing. The Philadelphia Phillies. So. I apologize, Philadelphia Philly fans. Don't come at me, man. I'm trying to give props what props to do because at the time when we recorded the last time we taught baseball, uh, you guys were not doing too good. Not not doing too good, but you, you still have a lot of ground to make them because the Metropolitans are hot. Uh, offense, pitching, they got it going, man. The, the managing. Um, the Braves as well, the defending champs. Um, I, it's almost like we, everybody forgets about them, right? Because you could talk about the Yankees um, with a big June. So had the Braves. I saw, what's his name? Uh, was it Ozzy Albies hit a grand slam in one game, I think, versus the Pirates in that Saturday game? Um, they swept them. And I know they came off of the Colorado. They went to Colorado and won. They swept them, too. They, they had a nice uh, road trip out west. Uh, the Atlanta Braves, the defending champion Atlanta Braves. We're going to put some respect uh, with that moniker in front of the Atlanta Braves, the defending champion Atlanta Braves. Only five and a half games back of the Mets. So anytime the Mets and the Braves are going to play, I'm going to definitely be tuning in these top of the division series. Uh, Atlanta and Philly, 
any of those three don't play that, 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 that I'm going to definitely check it out. Now, yeah. I did see a little bit one game. Uh, there was a Houston game, and uh, because it was, I was looking for the Rangers uh, versus the Lightning when we lost on Saturday uh, on the hockey side. But the Marlins uh, had a nice series win in Houston as well. And I saw uh, that little bit of the Saturday game, not all of it. You know, I was just looking through. And they had a nice job after coming off the sweep, winning at home in Miami over the Nationals, and then two out of three versus the uh, uh, the, the Astros. So they've done a good job. And now um, I think they're playing uh, Philadelphia in Philly or, uh, right now. So it's probably after this episode before the NBA Finals. I'll, I'll definitely uh, check out a little bit of that game, a little bit of uh, Marlin baseball. They're actually somewhat somewhat excited because I saw them last year in Miami when I went down there uh, for the Yankees. Um, you know, it's a nice ballpark inside, it's comfortable, and they got they try to keep a youthful environment, totally different than those two you know, standalone championship teams a long time ago. It seems, but uh, you, you would never think or forget that the Marlins have two World Series. But, yep, they do, man, and. Um, I don't know how you could get fan support. Even I don't know, man. Like they play in a nice stadium. It's kind. It's not fan friendly, to be quite honest with you. So it's probably going to be hard to get people to come into that building, uh, especially during baseball season because it's buy-in. But if it was more bars, more of a kind of the argument you've had around uh, all these new teams getting or new stadiums. You know, Miami doesn't have that at all. Um. So the, you know the central is going to be nipping tuck between the uh, the Brewers and the uh, the, the Cardinals. I talked about the Brewers and they had that series uh, this past week uh, getting swept uh, versus Philadelphia. But um, but let me talk about St. Louis. Uh, they haven't really ran away with anything. They got they went to um, Tampa Bay and they didn't help us. They didn't help the Yankees. They, they got swept down there. I think that Wednesday game was terrible. Uh, they got smoked in that, I think, that middle game of that three-game series, man. Uh, wish you could have helped us out, St. Louis. You should have done your job. But, uh, I mean, they beat up on the <laughs> – whatever you want to call it. I don't want to call it beat up. They, they won two out of three versus uh, uh, Cincinnati Reds, who are terrible, terrible team right now. But uh, Goldschmidt is having a good season for the uh, St. Louis Cardinals. Um, the relief pitching, uh, the starting pitching for the uh, Cardinals, uh, the lead in batter, the, the lead average, they're best in the Major League Baseball uh, when it comes to allowing against slugging. Uh, they don't really give up a lot of big hits, uh, the St. Louis Cardinals. Um, but, you know, I think uh, whatever – you know, whatever you're going to get out of Steve Matt, if he's coming back, and also Corey Dickerson on that staff. Uh, between them and uh, Milwaukee, we'll see uh, what happens over the next couple. That, that, that division is going to be all season long. Um, Chicago's out of it. Cincinnati's out of it. I uh, don't see them coming back. But if, if they come back, there's no room for the wild card because of the teams in the NL East and also the, the three teams in the West. Um. You know, Arizona actually was doing pretty fine, and then they kind of kind of tempered off a little bit. And, you know, I kind of touched on them, these guys last San Francisco, and and I think they surprised – I said this last week. 
right? They surprised a lot of people winning the division uh, with all those, you know, winning the West. And I, I didn't think, and I think many, many people didn't think they could do it again, right? Now, call it for what you want out West. They, they did sweep the Dodgers uh, in San Francisco, right? But it's like, to me, it was more about San Francisco than L.A., meaning L.A., to me, the Dodgers are just kind of what, if you want to give it a comparison, think about it like the Tampa Bay Lightning in hockey or maybe, maybe I'll even say the, the, the New England Patriots in football when, when Brady was on the team, or even the Buccaneers with Brady, right? They're the type of team, they've been there, they've been into a million playoffs, uh, they've been to a playoffs a lot of times over the last several years, one World, one World Series out of it. They got the roster, they're just kind of cruising along. It, it, the regular season means it, but it doesn't necessarily mean, mean, mean anything. But um, the San Francisco Giants needed more than L.A. is what I mean at the end of the day, because they, to me they had more to prove. And for the fact that in one of the starts that Rodon had a very good uh, pitching-wise going to six innings uh, uh, against the Dodgers, and pretty much the, it was a combined shutout, that's a, that's a very dangerous Dodgers lineup. You know, like, regardless of what you say, um, the fact that they only gave up uh, no run, you know, they didn't give up any runs. They shut them out. Uh, I know Mookie Betts has had a very good year this year, and they added, you know, Freeman. I mean, this is lineup. Yeah, this lineup is still uh, pretty much dangerous, and they're they're going to get it going. You know, Trey Turner, uh, Justin Turner. He's been there forever. Uh, whatever they could get out of Bellinger, I mean, he could get hot. I know it, it really. A home run or a bus type of dude anyway. But the top of the lineup, you know, with Mookie Betts, it really is Seth Toner and Trey Turner. They, they, I mean, they're going to be in it. And why wouldn't they be? But, um, yeah, I, I think it's really more about San Francisco. San Francisco did a good job, you know, trying to keep it at bay in that NL West with San Diego and, and, and the Dodgers, man. I think uh, – you, when you look at Yastrzemski, uh, who's uh, in, in Flores, Estrada, uh, Peterson, those guys, uh, very good baseball players, sound baseball players. And I think they have uh, want to do what they got to do to make up again. So, nothing, so basically a week later, nothing necessary new to, I would say, report, but observe. The Braves, the Yankees, hot baseball, they're, they're, they're cooking. The Mets are playing definitely well. Um, you know, no necessary new news to really necessarily uh, to go off of one week later. So uh, thank you for supporting the Believe Blue Show. Uh, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Stitcher, iHeartRadio. Um, so between uh, the series coming up for the Yankees, I'll – uh, you know, the Tampa Bay series, right? Uh starting to, uh on Tuesday. I'll uh I will definitely see what happens in that series. And then of course they gotta go to Ontario versus the uh the Blue Jays. 
and then back again to Tampa the very next season. And then he was so against Bumpy for the end. That week schedule, they've taken advantage of it. Now you're going to see these second and third place teams that they're going to be coming up against. And I would love to see how they do against the meat of this schedule uh, right before the July 4th weekend. Uh, it's pretty much, uh, uh, I would call it a, somewhat of a, a tough task with Toronto, I mean, Tampa Bay, Toronto, Tampa Bay, Houston, in that order. So, uh, shout out to everybody, and thank you for supporting the Blue Blue Show. Sangre Sue. be back next Monday, and maybe my tune will change with me, again, but hopefully it doesn't. All right, Sangre Sue, Bleed Blue. Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Can you dig it? Blee blue, 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 blee blue. With Lucky Landslots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. Dearly beloved, we are gathered here today to... Has anyone seen the bride and groom? Sorry, sorry, we're here. We were getting lucky in the limo and we lost track of time. No, Lucky Land Casino, with cash prizes that add up quicker than a guest registry. In that case, I pronounce you lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Daily bonuses are waiting. No purchase necessary. Void were prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details.